Okay, I don't need these, right? You don't have to have those. No, you can even toss. You want to toss them on the floor? Here, go like oh, look at that. And you're doing your... Ha. <laughs> I can't just... really see you because of this, but this is how you want it? <laughs> you, you, you want to pull it down a bit? Like, like, yeah, like yeah so I can see you? Yeah, yeah, there you go, too. And then don't make, don't make sure it's not too far away. <laughs> <laughs> you can wiggle it around. <laughs> what, what? I get so scared of... Uh, yeah. Of, of what? Mic stands? Like, what? It, don't be scared. I'm not. All right. No, look, you can do what, look, you can manipulate oh, wow. it any way okay. you want. So there. however you're comfy, cozy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh, well now, that's right. Welcome to the Holland Highway Podcast, and I'm going to hit the theme music. You can't hear it, but it's really good. Um, welcome, everybody. Incredible guest today. My buddy, one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. She's already got me laughing. Sherry O'Terry is here. How you doing? Uh, good, honey. <laughs> good to see you. You too. It's <laughs> only like last week, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, we did see each other. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, they look good. great. What are your little earrings? Are those turquoise? <laughs> I see them. I see them hanging. Um, yeah, they're just little blue stones. Is it? Is, are they turquoise or turquoise? How do you say turquoise. it? Turquoise. Right. Yes. I have a buddy who calls it turquoise. Well, uh, idiot. He's fancy pants. Yeah. He's trying too hard. He's trying too hard, and I had a tell fr- Frank Francois. He's trying too. And hard. He, he's French Canadian too. Oh, is he? So he's, he'd say turquoise. Are you from Canada? Yeah, French Canadian, half French Canadian yeah, too. Yeah, because that's what Fred Fred said to me. Um, he's from Canada, right? And yeah. I go, no. Yeah. He's from the south. I know everyone <laughs> thinks I'm from the south because I talk with a, like kind of a slow drawl. A little foghorn leghorn. I'm yeah. just gonna say. I'll say I'll, I'll say nice boy, <laughs> but about as sharp as a bowling ball. <laughs> um, and then my, another buddy of mine used to say pastradian instead of pedestrian. Well, that's just right grammar. Right? That's not an accent. <laughs> is there is there a word that people get wrong that drives you bajonkers? Is there is there a wacky oh, word? Oh yeah. What is it? Supposedly. Oh, instead of right. supposedly. Supposedly. My sister used to say, "Well, supposedly," and I'm like, mm. but oh. then she would get mad at me if I was, you know, correct her. But um, it's a D, not a B. Mm. <laughs> mm, it's a D, not a B. Yeah. Did you think she was maybe a little bit mentally challenged because of no, that? No, no. You can She's tell like me. She's way smarter than me, but you know, you it was can just, tell me. You know that it's <laughs> just a supposedly. Then I don't know if she was smarter than you because you knew, but you knew supposedly, and she. No, I didn't. got that going for me. Right. <laughs> so I mean, I'm putting She's you like, up there. She's like, who are you to correct me? Is that what she said? <laughs> and then she threw a Rubik's cube at your face, <laughs> completely finished. God. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a Rubik's Cube? No. Who invented that thing? Talk about making you feel stupid. <laughs> I can't do them. Remember they were so big and then they were keychains and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I think they're back. Are they? Mm. Who the hell has time to invent that though? Like what guy sat down and said, I'm going to get a square and the chop it into colors. They're big in IT right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the Rubik's Cube was like from the 70s, I think, it came out. I actually used it. it oh, was in there a movie. we go. It was in a movie. I just, I did, I was with uh, 
Jason Alexander, and it was like Comedy Central movie, and oh. and it was about oh our daughter can get a job. Yeah, but the, I said, but the Rubik's cube is she can't keep it. Right, right, right. And they kept it in. Oh, isn't it great when you ad lib something in a movie yeah, and they yeah. keep it in? You feel so flattered, you know? Right? Yeah. And they don't know what's coming. And the best part is when you ad lib in a show or a TV and in a movie and you hear the whole crew cracking up. That is the best. I always yeah. said when I was on SNL, I knew a sketch was going to be good when. The camera guys, like when we rehearsed it, yeah. when they would laugh because all they want to do is eat and go home. Yeah. They're over it. Yeah, they're over. That's you right. Know? They've seen it all. They've seen yeah. it all. And, but when I would always pay attention when the camera guys and the crew would yeah. laugh because I was like, oh, okay. Did you, did you ever know this? I, I physically saw this. Sometimes you'd be doing it and they can't laugh because they don't want to be heard. So there'd be times when I'd be on a movie or something and you just see the camera start shaking and you know it's because they're sitting on so a lot of the the big cameras had the chairs built right into them the little round seats and so they'd sit there like this and when you did something funny they'd just start laughing and the the whole yeah. thing would start to wobble and i was like in my head i'm like i got them i got them that's a real inexpensive film <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's okay if the camera shakes <laughs> well luckily the name of the movie i was doing was called parkinson so it all worked out <laughs> You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Give me a Rubik's Cube. I'll prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sherry O'Terry's here today from Saturday Night Live. That's your, your big claim to fame. Yeah. And then Nothing act- big has happened. <laughs> no. Oh, stop. Actress, writer, comic. I mean, baby lumps. Come on. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I love your name. Can I say that right? I've always loved your name, Sherry O'Terry. It's just one of those. Did you ever think it would be like a showbiz name? All my growing up, it was never rhymed. It was always Sherry O'Terry. O'Terry. And I always say O'Terry. But it's not that different from O'Terry for me to correct anyone. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say. Because when I moved to California, it would make sense. It's. C-H-E-R-I-O-T-E-R-I. So yeah. why wouldn't the last name be yeah. pronounced the same as, you know, the first? I don't know why. but um, And then when I did get SNL, uh, Don Pardo, I saw him in the hall when I first got the job. Yeah. And he's like, Sherry, I'm Don Pardo. And I go, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he was really, really tall. Did he talk like that? Like, Sherry, I'm Dom Pardo. That's how he sounds. He always talked like that? Yeah. Oh. God, imagine having sex with him. <laughs> I think I'm about to achieve. I'm feeling really good. Oh, 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 here it comes. I'm Dom Pardo. Um, good Lord. Oh, my God. But oh I love, God. do ever people ever call you, because at one point I thought before I knew you, when I'd see the credits roll on SNL, I thought it was Cherry O'Terry, mm-hmm. which is also kind of catchy. Now, if someone had started calling you Cherry, would you have corrected that? Yes. You would have? Yeah. You don't like that? I remember when I was a kid going into like the Wawa in yeah. Pennsylvania. And the I Wawa? What's that? It's a, it's a store in Pennsylvania. Um, the it's like Wawa? a convenience store. 
huh. know, where everything is triple the price because you just run in and, and run out, just like any convenience store here. Yeah, but, let me uh, guess, the lady behind the counter when you talked to her is like, hello, Sherry, how no, are you? No, we don't like know a where Wawa the pedal? Wawa came from. Oh, okay. No Wawa pedal. Okay. Um, but there is, I go, oh, mommy, my name is spelled, can I, we get that magazine? And the magazine was covered in plastic because it was a porn magazine. And um, she's like, no. Um, but it's spelled the way my name is. Oh. Uh, but when Don Pardo goes, uh, how would you like me to pronounce your name? Yeah. And I never thought, like, I never even thought about it. I was so in that moment. Yeah. You know, just excited. I couldn't believe I was talking to him. That's got to be and, weird because he's I, the one guy that's been there from the beginning. Yeah. Other cast members came and went, and then you meet one of the original and pillars. he was the nicest, sweetest man. He was? Oh, my gosh. He would go to Florida, and, and we just talked about his grandchildren and wanted to show you pictures. Yeah. He was just such a beautiful man. And I said, uh, whatever you think, Don. And I, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but oh, I was like, boy. well, is he going to... And he goes, I like the rhyme. It rolls off the tongue. And I went, okay. And I think my dad might have been like a little upset about that, you know, but... Well, the mispronouncement... Uh, mispronunciation of Terry. Yeah, because that's an Italian name, right? Yeah. And the Italians, come on, they got that... Come on, huh? They mm, got the Italian yeah. pride. Yeah. Oh, was she he going to... came from my ball sack. Oh, wow. Your dad said that to you? <laughs> because that's the type of thing, I mean, you know. And he named me. Who? My dad. Your dad? Mm -hmm. Your mom had nothing to do with it? No. This was, wow. this was his call. Why, why did he go for Sherry? What was the... What was the, the Dirty Magazine? I have no idea. Your no. dad named you after the no. Dirty Magazine. No. Oh, no. No, 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 no. And does your brother Playboy and Penthouse have... How are they? Are they happy with their names? Uh, Tommy and Denise. Well, I said Playboy and Penthouse. <laughs> You're going to be Cherry. <laughs> I mean. She's my cherry pie. How about your adopted brother, Hustler? How's he doing? <laughs> Shitting. <laughs> See, that's what I love about you. You're, you're one of these people. In terms of comedy, all right, this is a compliment. You're what I call explosive because you can be like right here and then just do one little chitink. Like you've got this energy button inside you you hit and it's instantly funny to me no matter what you do. So that's a compliment. I just love it when Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you just, that's something, you know, I've been around comedians and comic people my whole career and it's, it's rare that someone has that kind of, almost an instant button you can hit. A lot of guys have to go into a joke or a, a rhythm, but you're one of the people who I've met in comedy that can just hit a button and boom. And and you did it on, on SNL in the skits all the time. You just, you'd walk into the room, it's like, boom, boom. You, you, you just like, <laughs> you were on, you know? Do, do, do you know that? You must know that, right? Well, it's not like we're improvising, you know, you know, yeah. we, you know we rehearse and everything like that, but. Right, um, but your your comic energy is what I'm saying. It just it just like it's like it's like a a door opens. It's just like boom. Well, back know? then it was just called fear. Was it? Yeah, but I well, think I always, even at the Groundlings, I I was so fright. I was so scared before I would I would go on. So scared. Um, yeah, I think we all are. But do, would you say the fear sort of helped 
help you find your your comedy? Does it drive you, or does it does it hurt it'd be you? Nice if it, it'd be nice if I didn't have so much fear. Yeah. I remember, I remember standing on the side, and I go, I was just about to do my sketch, and we were live, and I go, God, I'm so scared to Norm MacDonald. And yeah. he goes, well, you take Xanax. This was like back then. I go, yeah. what's that? <laughs> and he goes, ah, oh, just relax you. And I go, well, what if, what if it like kind of impedes what? And he goes, eh, it won't. And I go, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And did you take Xanax? No. Yeah. Norm, Norm was unassuming like that, right? Norm, Norm was always when I when I used to hang out with him back in Toronto. He was just always this kind of ah, fun guy, and then you'd never kind of. For some reason, I don't know, there was an innocence about him where you didn't expect stuff like that to come out of him, but it always did, you know. I remember when we first got the show, Will and I walking down the hallway. Yeah. And Norm looked at Will and goes, is that your beard? And neither one of us knew what that meant. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Oh, so we're walking, and then we both went, (laughs) ha, 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 And then he passed the invest, and we both stopped. What's that mean? Do you know what it means? No, I don't know what it means. And it means like, you know, is that your beard? Are you gay? And she's your front. Oh, oh, I got yeah, yeah. It was like a gender thing, or something. You never heard that either. Yeah, maybe I have. Now, is that your beard, or is that the other way? Yeah, is, like is that if your a gay skirt? Man has got a girl, right? You know that like he's not out yet, yeah. something like that. And um, it was just so funny that we didn't know yeah. what that meant. Yeah. I re- I mean I really sometimes I think I can't believe um, how naive we all were. Yeah, we were. But that's part of the fun of it, you know. I th- it I th- is. I think I think it's when you when you get thrown into stuff, especially in the entertainment business. You just like it's like jumping in a lake, and you say, "Do I even know how to swim?" Like I remember way back when I got like I got a sitcom. But I got the lead, and I'd never done a sitcom. And they go, you're the lead. And I'm like, okay. And I was terrified. I go, screw it. Let's just jump in. Let's see if I can do it. And, and the great thing about that is yeah. it's tape. Yeah. You, you know? did it live, though. Yeah. And, you know, the, the great thing is I came from the groundlings. So, yeah. you know, it, we were never used to having being able to go again. Yeah, right, you know, So right. that gets in your blood. And then when you go to do a movie or you go to do a sitcom, yeah. it's like, okay, we're going to go again. I'm like, why? You know, why? Yeah. Because um, you learn, you you train yourself to just, you've right. got to get it right because you're not coming right. back. Right, yeah. But, it, you know, then I was like, wow, what a luxury. Hey, everybody, check out my merchandise at harbling.com. Yeah, most people just slap some letters or images on a T-shirt or a hoodie, but not me. Yours truly, guess what? I draw my own designs at harbling.com. You can see tons of my hand-drawn t-shirts uh you can either buy the original or you can buy a print and uh man oh man wear them loud and proud um i love making these designs for you guys and uh keeping it personal so check out the whole uh catalog we got hoodies we got coffee mugs we got uh t-shirts you name it it's there at harbling.com get your uh, harland original design wearable art at harbling.com today and uh thank you for your support and i'll just keep the uh the groovy images coming
how did you how did you get on with Norm? Because Norm Norm was a good buddy of mine, and then uh, I always wondered how he did over at SNL. I lost kind of contact with him when he was going through that phase. So how how um, was it there with Norm? You know, uh, it was fine. You know, were you guys buddies? Did you hit it no, off? We weren't buddies. Um, I don't know if he was buddies. <laughs> yeah, with no, anyone. Norm Norm can be. Yeah, Norm can be hard to get close to. I mean, when I was best buddies with him way back in the 90s and stuff, like I was kind of the only one. Like he didn't let a lot of people in, you know, but he let me in and we got really close. And um, it was easy to let in. I am. Oh, what's your address? You're just a hug waiting to happen. Hello, Care Bear. I mean, if you want to ask me out to the Cheesecake Factory, just do it. I don't, I don't need all this flirting, young lady. Oh, God. Let's go. Cinnamon spice. Silly. So let's cut. So so SNL and then um, some of your characters were so amazing. And I've noticed I went on to your TikTok. And now you're kind of, you went from doing your characters on on SNL, and now I go on your TikTok, and you're kind of generating some recurring characters, I've noticed, on your TikTok. A couple in particular I love. You do this thing where this girl who collects dog poo at the dog park. Honey, that's not, I'm not doing a girl, that's me. That's you uh, in, yeah. in real life. But the funny thing is, um, I'm really being myself. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's a couple of people that said to me, oh, you should do TikTok, TikTok. And I'm just like, what? Yeah. No. Well, you know, it, it's, you get to an age and you're like, and I'm like, wow, I'm turning into the, you know, oh, I don't understand that. I don't, yeah. I can't, I don't have time for th- yeah. that. I'm not doing. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm on Instagram. I'm like, Instagram's enough. Yeah. I mean, I, it, I was almost like, what? Um, And then, you get into the mindset, if I'm doing Instagram, I might as well do TikTok because they're the same. Okay, so, oh, I did this. This is what they put on TikTok. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm, you know, noticing what the difference is yeah. and everything. So, uh, you know, it started out me just walking my dogs and doing a poop toss, you know, to try and get it in the trash can. Yeah, but you were talking about you'd pick up the poop in the little... Plastic bag. Yeah, and you tie it up. And you then tie it up, and it, then there's the garbage can, like yeah. literally 30, 40 feet away. Not that far. It's pretty far. The one I saw, it looked like it was like Kobe Bryant taking a <laughs> shit shot. I <laughs> mean, shit shot. Like a loaf from the third point line over there. Yeah, it was a shit shot. I, and I'm just thinking to myself, well, I got some time on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm throwing poo. Um, <laughs> but you're pretty good. You're pretty at, like, uh, how many takes did I walk did the it... dogs a lot. Yeah. You, did you miss, like, hundreds of them before sure. you... Yeah. I always think to myself, all right, you got to throw in there, like, you know, your misses, too. Yeah. Because then, you know... Did you ever miss and the bag flew through the air and just hit somebody? No. Oh, I want to see that video. No. I want to see you hit someone in the back of the head with a Rottweiler loaf. <laughs> <laughs> And I would take him to the dog park and, you know, sometimes. And then I noticed, oh, when you're in the picture, yeah. more people want to see it. Because yeah. I was just always taking it myself. Boop. Oh, right, yeah. And then, 
you know, I had someone else take it and the difference of when you're in it. And then I have this young girl come over and she's really into social media. You know, she tells me about social media. Yeah. Sherry, you need to be in some of your videos. Yeah. It was just your, your arm sticking out like a video game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't need to be seen. Right. They go, yeah, people like it. If you're kind of in it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. They want, they want to see your face. And then from that, I just started doing stuff, and I was just, I think, blown away by the response. Yeah. You know? Well, it's you. That's what I mean. People love you. You're so damn funny. Well, it's kind of nice to just being yourself. Yeah, not doing a Uh, shtick. Yeah. But picking up, let's go back to the dog poo. Can we move on from the poo? No, because when you were a kid, right, we didn't have to pick it up, right? Wasn't half the fun... When you were a kid in the 70s and the maybe even the in the 80s too, I don't think they started the pick up the poo thing till the late 90s, right? Or the mid 90s? No, you just stood there and watched the dog, said hello to everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah, we didn't you, pick up. You just left it, and half the fun of being <laughs> a kid was maneuvering down the sidewalk so you didn't step on it. It was kind of like that Billy Jean, you know, the video Michael Jackson did where the, the tiles light up and he's like, Billy Jean stepped with us. It was like sidestepping loafs of poo. And what I used to love is every now and then you'd get the loser that didn't see it and you'd just see the trail of ghostly poo footprints all the way down the sidewalk until they slowly got lighter and lighter. And it was awful if you had grooves in the bottom of your sneakers oh, yeah. because then... It gets in the oh, groove, yeah. and you know you're in the house, and it's like, what stinks? <laughs> yeah. What stinks? Yeah. Let me see your shoe. Uh, it's like Charb Royal. And you have to get a stick, go yeah. outside, get a stick, and <laughs> clean out every groove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even worse, you know, sometimes shoes had a little heel, and then there was the arch, and then the bottom of the shoe. Yes. Sometimes people would step in that and get the whole, that whole arch. It was arch always like, what stinks? Oh, yeah. What stinks? Yeah. I had a guy stay over at my house once, okay? I was living in Glendale. This is before the poo law. And he must have stepped in some, didn't realize it. And he was visiting, and I was in a little tiny apartment when I first moved to Hollywood. I said, hey, you can sleep on the couch. And he was cool with he slept there. And so he went to bed. We came home at night, and he went to the couch, and he didn't take his shoes off. He just kind of plopped down. We must have been drinking beer or something. And when I walked out in the morning to the living room, I was like, what the? Did this guy crap his pants? And there was like dog poo all over the arm of my couch. No. And I go, dude, you stepped in poo. And it's like, oh, <laughs> man. Came back. Oh, I know. Not friends with that guy anymore. Yeah. And I, I, I got to be honest. I don't, I've never done it. I've never had to pick. That can't be fun picking up the poo. It's squishy. I it's mean, not, yeah, it's, it's got, got a big deal. I, I, it's funny when it's when it's when it's cold out oh God. and it's steaming. It's like fresh from the bakery. Oh, you use it as hand warmers? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Come on. Oh God. I just walked in this morning, and when there's a, let's. I don't want to talk about the poo. God. Poo poo. I j- I'm going to say one last thing about it, All right. and then we'll move on to diarrhea. All right. All right. <laughs> when I'm driving down the road. And I see a hot girl, and she bend. And I see her bending down to pick up the poo. I, I'm done. Like I, not that I'm going to meet that, but I go. I can never ask that girl out. I can never go out. It freaks me out. I don't. I don't want to go out with a girl that I. It's see. Not her poo. She's picking up. I know, but just seeing her picking it up and it's so casual. She's like, oh, it's like she's picking an apple off a cart at the grocery store. It, I don't know. It weirds me out. 
Maybe look around. Do you not like... And then uh, pick up the you, poo. You are not the kind of guy that goes to the bathroom uh, around his woman. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to know anything about that. Well, I just don't want to... Um, the women I've dated have done the same thing. I've had to pick up their... Who? Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, let's move on. You're right. Let's move on. You did another video that cracked my ass up on TikTok where you're you're sort of like cruising for men, but on a on like the lake with some kind of water bicycle. Yeah, my, my cousin who's coming in. Yeah. Uh for my birthday. Uh they I thought he was coming out. <laughs> Shut up. Well. Uh uh <laughs> she they have a lake house. Yeah. Beautiful lake house. Oh, it's just and, nice to say that. And I have I know, a lake house. And Hammond to New Jersey, and they have those bikes. <sighs> and so I just started, you know, we were riding the bike. It's like a bike on pontoons, and you yeah. pedal it, and it moves the yeah. skirt, scoots like along a, a the top of the water. Yeah, it's on top of the water. Yes. Okay. Um, but with the warm weather, and there's so much algae, the algae yeah. gets caught in the, and like the last time I was there, I was constantly having to get on the side of the bike to get the algae out of the propeller. Yeah, you know, the, the, the paddle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there is a guy just fishing. And I'm like, I said to my cousin, let's go up near this guy. Yeah. And I go, you know, are you single? Yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. He's just <laughs> fishing on the end of the dock. Yeah. And then I think I called him by his right. He's like, um. Yeah. And then my cousin goes, she said, are you single? Yeah. And he goes, um. And we're a little bit far away from it. He goes, uh, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. I said, because I'll back this baby right up before you can say Las Vegas. Yeah. And he was just like. Oh, and so then he threw his fishing rod towards me. Oh, wow. And he got in on the on the funny. He cast at you? Yeah, but he was like, you know, just being kind of. Being funny. He was out looking for and bass and he is, almost got some ass. Holy <laughs> <crap>. <laughs> Look what I caught. He holds you up. It's a hundred pound O'Tiri. A great speckled O'Tiri. Yeah. Wait, what was that last part? Okay. All right, dirty. Um I didn't do it, you did. So then that was last year. So then yeah. we went on the bikes again this year. Yeah. And then I'm like, there's nobody, you know, the houses are far apart. There's nobody out by, there. Out by the lake house. Yeah. So do you like I, to say it lake house or uh, no? I do. That nice. Um, and then she said across the lake, there's a guy. He's the, like supposedly the best dental oral surgeon, you know, and, uh, wow. and she goes, and she found out what his name was. And I go, all right, let's go over there and I'll just yell for him yeah. and then uh she's not thinking he was gonna be home i mean it's like a mansion where he lives like yeah. a huge house is it a lake house or a house it's a lake house. Oh, okay um so we go we paddle over there and everything yeah. and i go dr crescenza <laughs> doctor i mean i'm yeah and then he comes out yeah. and he's like could you imagine yeah. and he goes yes and I'm far away because I'm yeah. in the lake. And I yeah. go, um, and then I got nervous. Like, what am I going to say? <laughs> you were and trapped. I, yeah. You were I trapped go, in your own comedy. Uh, I, said, I said I was trapped in my own comedy. I go, uh, it's really hard to get an appointment with you. And I hear you're the best, you know, oral surgeon in New Jersey. And I'm from out of town, so I wasn't going to take a chance. And I, I, I bought one of these bikes. And he's like, 
are you, are you serious? <laughs> and I go, yeah. Um, I, I, and he goes, are you taping this? Whoa. Are you filming this? And yeah. I said, yeah, I wanted to prove to everybody that at least I tried. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, are you shitting me right now? Like, I didn't know whether he was going to get mad. He got angry. And, um, and so I go, no, I'm, I'm serious. You're very popular. And then he kept going on about, so what? Why couldn't you get a hold of me? Didn't anybody answer the phone? And he was so, like, upset that I couldn't get an appointment. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and so we <laughs> cut all of that out. You know, did you, you end up getting an appointment with them? I don't need an appointment. Oh, it was just a gag. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gonna think I tried to. I had to get dental, you know, cosmetic dental surgery. I don't know. Do this thing again? Because <laughs> I think maybe you might need some. No. Um, got all my teeth. You do. You have beautiful. You have a beautiful smile. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> so then he. Uh, and then at the end, I go, so are you, um, one more question, doctor, are you single? And he yeah. goes, no, I am not. And I go, are you sure? Because I'll back this thing right up onto your lawn. And he goes, you can back that. And I go, I'll back that thing up. <laughs> it was, yeah, you never know how this stuff is going to turn out. You but don't. It was, and then I thought to myself, my cousin said, you know, he's my neighbor. You said his name, and oh. it's the back of his house. And so we found out, and I got his permission. Oh, wow. I, it was good, because I sent it to him. Did you have and to I make an appointment to get his permission? <laughs> I couldn't get it. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> I tried to get an appointment to give you, get your permission, but good luck. God, you have a beautiful smile. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I just wanted you to do that laugh again. Do you know... Um, that, that laugh you did earlier. Oh. Um, when I was on, I said, Bill Murray sat, was, we were, we were rehearsing a sketch and he was hosting yeah. and he goes, you do me a promise, make me a promise. Oh. And I go, what is it? And he yeah. goes, will you promise never to get that snaggle tooth fixed? What snaggle tooth? This tooth. Yeah. Stuck out, right? Oh. And so the funniest thing is it didn't bother me that much yeah. really. I did notice it in pictures sometimes, it, yeah. you know, depending on. And so I was at my dentist and he goes, hey, do you want me to fix that tooth? And I go, this is the weirdest thing. I promised Bill Murray I'd never get it fixed. And he yeah. goes, well, how about if we don't touch that and we bring this one a little bit out? And he goes, because it's not that this sticks out. It's this one oh, is in. The other one's in. And I go, we can do that? And he said, yeah, I just had to put a little thing right here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe I'm going through all this because I promised Bill Murray something. Yeah, you should have probably not promised Bill Murray anything when he called you Snaggletooth. I was like, none taken. Yeah. Uh, but, um. It's kind of not the friend, it's not the most complimentary term. It was, I think, like. Hey, Snaggletooth. You sound like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon I character. Know. Hey, it's Snaggletooth here. <laughs> Right, but it's just like being an actor and everything, and you have this imperfections where you know everybody gets their their. But don't you feel like fixed. maybe that that was like a trademark thing? Because I'll I'll never forget when David Letterman got his teeth put together. He had that gap, yeah. and it was so much part of his personality that I I loved it, and I didn't like it when he put his teeth together. I think when you have like just 
slightest like imperfection it yeah. just adds a little bit of character i agree so then now i'm gonna why did you get it fixed then i didn't i got the other one right but it evened it all out and you lost the little imperfection oh there's plenty of left imperfections. there are what else that's it <laughs> so, no. but it did kind of bother me and i thought to myself yeah you know because i would see in pictures it's sticking out you know but yeah. um you know, it was, uh, but everything else is like, I just got a little bit of a, uh, what do you call that? Veneer? Like a bonding. Yeah. Like, but just there. Yeah. Like I even remember, I don't know if you remember the Austin Powers movies, but in the, I think it was. Oh yeah. The overbite. Yeah. The second or the third one, he like fixed his teeth. Like Austin Powers. Like I think even Mike Myers went, you know what? I probably look a bit gross with these. Like, I was so bummed that because... that was funny to me. But the first ones were, like, big and stuck out and sort of off color. And then if you watch, like, Austin Powers 3, his, his two front teeth are, like, really sort of nice. Like, the, he fixed them. They still stick out, but they're, they don't look crooked. They're not, like, sort of half yellow. I didn't notice that. I know. It pissed me off. I was like, don't have vanity for a character. Right. You know, but I think that's what it was. He goes, well, now... I'm this character. I don't want to look too... I don't know if that's what he was thinking, but that's what, how I took it. I'm sorry that you I know. go through that. I know. I don't like it when people do that. It's okay, baby. I know, but if I knew you way back then, I wouldn't have let you go to the dentist. I would have... It was like last year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. It wasn't. I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm saying, this doctor, you're hard to get it. It's like, everybody's going to think I need cosmetic dentistry done. <laughs> Everybody was writing it in. They go, did you get an appointment? Did yeah. you get the appointment? And I'm like, my teeth are fine. God, you have beautiful teeth. What was that thing you did earlier? <laughs> I, do you see, I did it with the fudgy wudgy guy. On, did you see the fudgy wudgy video? Yeah, by the way, just before we talk about the fudgy wudgy, you know I did a movie called Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face? I did an independent movie years ago called Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. Just because... I love the funny sound of it, like fudgy wudgy to me. And I think growing up, wasn't there a place called C Carvel Ice Cream yes. and they had fudgy wudgy, the whale cake or something? Yes. But yes. It's, it's a funny run of words. Yes, yes, yes. And so and it was coming from a guy who talked like this. Yeah, Captain Carvel here. Yeah. I've got throat cancer. How about Nutty the Ghost and Fudgy Wudgy the Whale? Yeah. Yeah, it was creepy. Yeah, that was big, uh, Carvel, the, the, the cakes. They um, were like the Baskin-Robbins yeah. of the East Coast. And they, they'd come on and they'd have these really kind of, you know, it, it's, it's Wait, nutty the it, ghost. It, I'm trying to think of, if, if I don't know if it was Fudgy Wudgy. It was something Fudgy like the Whale. It was Fudgy the Whale and uh. Nutty the Ghost. And then there was a bunch of other ones. But they just, they looked, ugh. But okay, t tell me about Fudgy Wudgy. Because over there, it's like a, it's still an ice cream thing. Well, or something, it, what it? it is, is when we were kids and yeah. go down the Jersey Shore, there was, there's different, you know, parts of the, this was Sea Isle and Wildwood and, and like Avalon. And you go, go down the shore and the guys would yell on the beach. The ice cream guys would yell, Fudgy Wudgy, Fudgy Wudgy. So it was just a Fudgy Wudgy man. But what was it? An ice cream bar? Like you hold no, it? No, it was ice cream. It's kind of oh. like good humor, but they carried it kind of on their backs. How big was it? it pretty big. Like it was terrible. I, I, you just always felt so sorry for those guys. You know, they were usually um, Vietnam vets. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. And 
And you just, they would just be older and sweating buckets and you could just tell like. Oh, that's what you, you want know. near your ice cream. And they're like, fudgy, wudgy, yeah. you're half afraid to po- approach, yeah. and, but you wanted ice cream. But, and we would scream like, just like you did on your street when you were a kid, yeah. we would scream bloody murder for the, for them to stop. Yeah. And it was like, it's like, wait a minute, yeah. or, or fudgy, wudgy. Yeah. And. You ran, yeah. and you're like, "Give me your cash from your mother, or whatever." And yeah. You ran, and you just screamed at the top of your lungs. I thought, "Oh my god, wouldn't it be funny as an adult doing that?" Well, so, imagine these guys—they're Vietnamese. No, and, and, Vietnam vets. Oh, they're Vietnam vets. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're Vietnamese guys, and I'm picturing Americans <laughs> running out of their house <laughs> screaming, "Fajie Wajie!" They're like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Getting out of here. <laughs> The American vets. <laughs> it's a Vietnam vet. Yeah, Vietnam vet, yeah. Now, wait, I'm confused. You're telling me they're slugging it, ice cream on their uh, back like a was, like a big blob of ice cream? It, like, it was in one of those portable refrigerators. But I at guess. the end, it was like a ice cream on a stick, right? Yes. Okay. But now they have them on, uh, you know, wheels. On wheels. Okay, so you're at the beach. And I just was like... Uh, I'm going to scream like we did when we were kids. Yeah. You know? And so I was screaming at the top of my lungs, and running down the beach. And then I get catch up to the guy, and he's, like, gorgeous. Oh, the fudgy wudgy guy was gorgeous? Yeah, I mean, young, but, like, ridiculously good-looking. And so I stopped in my tracks, and I was like, holy shit. You fudged your pants. No, I, um... I, I just, and my reaction was very, was very authentic. It yeah. was kind of like I stopped in my tracks. Here I am screaming like a crazy lady. Yeah. And I got up there and I just went, um, uh, oh, hi. <laughs> um, yeah. I was like, play. and then the next day, people are like, I put it on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Uh, TikTok, and then everybody's like, "Fudge you, fudge you, fudge you!" So then the next day, I go to another guy. <laughs> I run up and I'm screaming, "Fudge yeah. you, I go up. He's gorgeous. Whoa! And I'm just like, "Where do they get these guys?" Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch. They used wow. to be Vietnam vets. They were yeah. like PTSD walking, <laughs> you know, rah rah, fudge you, fudge And um, <laughs> and the um, <laughs> and uh. <laughs> And so that kind of like caught on, and yeah. then the, the 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 first guy. Then the third day, I see him again, and he's like, "My parents said to me, he goes, my phone's blowing up," <laughs> and he goes, "My, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't know who you." And I go, "That's okay. You don't yeah. have to know. I mean, he's young." And he goes, "He my didn't parents, know you were Sherry O'Terry no, from he's SNL. A kid. He's yeah. young, you know, and, and so, gorgeous." So he says, um, "What was that?" So Did you got, just get flustered? No. You, went, <laughs> <laughs> you better quit, Harlan. <laughs> um, so, oh my God. Um, so anyway, he goes, my parents are like, you didn't know who that was? And he's like, no. I go, oh, honey, don't worry. But he goes, I'm telling you, my phone's blowing up. Yeah. And then I come home and I have all the three times the fudgy wedgie guys in three days, I get home and 
this girl I know from Philly, she calls me yeah. and she goes, that's my friend's son. And she has a picture with her and him. Oh, wow. So these guys are having a little bit of fame right now. Wow. So there should be a fudgy wudgy calendar. <laughs> yeah. She's Louise. Like the fireman, ca- like the, yeah. hot, the hot fireman calendar. Yeah. God, fudgy wudgy calendar. And I never got a fudgy wudgy. And then when I got, you know. You I never bought like, one after all that? I know. You were just teasing. You were fudgy wudgy teasing. Then I'm thinking to myself, uh, do I really need a fudgy wudgy? You know, I just oh. thought, and then I go to him. I go, I'm watching my weight. I shouldn't have a fudgy wudgy. Like, this guy gives yeah. a shit, right? And then the next day I said again, oh, I can't have a fudgy wudgy. I'm watching. And he goes, I know you're watching your weight. And then he go, I go, yeah. And he's like, um, uh, something like, he goes, oh, you, you're fine. And I went, thank you. <laughs> Score. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> like you scream bloody murder waiting for this guy to stop and as soon as you get to him you're like oh, I shouldn't have a fudgy wudgy I should, I'm watching my weight <laughs> he's like well, I don't care you want the fucking fudgy wudgy or what if you're gonna lose your weight shouldn't it be just something called fudgy wudgy I mean who came up with that but name? it was so cute because it, they have the same kind of uh, like balm pops and then the thing um, the ice cream where it's got the the big round bowl at the bottom and it's chewing gum. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and they do they have all the different ice creams plastered on the side of their car? Yeah, they have some of the yeah. But now like I always think to myself, why didn't we think they think in the seventies and eighties to have these things on wheels? Yeah, right. Like they just I carry even, them around. I think to myself, you remember like how long did it take somebody to say, you know, we should put wheels on suitcases? Yeah, right. That took forever. Yeah, I remember I was in Australia and I saw one of those on the beach, and it always I always remembered it. It was it was one of the it was like a a long like chocolate banana dipped in chocolate, yes. and I don't Frozen know who banana. named it, but over there it was called Gay Time. Like it was like <laughs> fudgy wudgy creamsicle and Gay Time, and I was like, okay, you might want to rename that one. Uh, are, are, are we in Fire Island or what? Yeah, yeah, that one. Like <laughs> get that card up Brokeback Mountain. It's Gay Time. <laughs> Hold that card up, Brokeback Mountain. Imagine um, the, the Fudgy Wudgy guy. And by the way, I don't think you want to go up Brokeback Mountain with the name Fudgy Wudgy, <laughs> by the way. Imagine just pushing your card all the way. It's gay time. <laughs> oh, my God. These guys, though, were, and I'm thinking, these poor bastards, yeah. you know, in like the 70s and just carrying this pretty much a re- yeah. small refrigerator. You know, the strap on there. and um, You almost bought a fudgy wudgy just because you felt sorry for him. It's like, <laughs> I don't really want one, but that guy's about to have a stroke. Throw him 40 but cents. But I will say, there's a natural inclination whenever you see, like, an ice cream truck or I saw, like, the fudgy wudgy guy to make them stop because it's just a natural. From when you were yeah. a kid, it was such a big deal. Yeah. You know, you always stop them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm like, here I am as an adult. I want you to stop. No, I can't have a fudgy wudgy, but I won't going to stop you. <laughs> I'm going to try and get money from somebody cash. And I'm going to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to go back and look at the tape and see how many times we said fudgy wudgy. Probably like three thousand. I love it. Now I want to go back. Speaking of going back, I want to circle back to uh, Cookie Puss. No thanks. I'm straight. <laughs> No! What? Was that, that another was one? Carvel. 
Frank Carvel oh, used to, it wasn't called, uh, whatever you said. Enjoy the co- cookie puss. Yeah, it was called cookie puss, which was, was even worse. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like, uh, cookie puss, uh, or the whale, right? Yeah, Fudgy the whale. Fudgy the whale, but the other big thing was cookie puss. And Nutty the ghost. I never heard Nutty the ghost. Yeah, he came out at Halloween. It's Nutty the ghost, kids, for Halloween. Forget about pussyfoot. <laughs> And fudgy the whale. Cookie puss. What was it? Cookie puss. What did I say? Pussy, pussy cook? Pussy foot. Pussy foot. You're pussy footing around now. Yeah. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to go back to that moment in the hallway with Norm. Taking, he, he said, take what, 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 Xanax. And then cut to you coming out with one of the most memorable SNL characters the pill popping. What was her name? Was it Colette Reardon? Like, can't you mind me asking where that came from? Like, what, what was yeah. the genesis of that character? Because I tell you, man, that character just had me the first time I saw it. Blew my mind. Like, where did that come from? Um, when I was a kid, my nana. Yeah. Like she was Miss Prescription, uh, you know, pill lady, and back then. Yeah. When no one hid, they almost showed off. They showed off my doctor, this one, and that doctor, and they would just talk about their doctors, and he prescribed, you know, the Percodan, and then, but Meshigian prescribed, you know, the Percocet, and, um, but said I probably shouldn't have mixed them on account of the drinking, but, um, you know, it was just all my Nana would talk about were her doctors, and then back then, you're, you would take the pills. They were in a beautiful bejeweled pool, uh, pill case. Oh, wow. And I would ask my Nana, can I hold your pill case, Nana? Oh. Because they were so beautiful. It was yeah. so beautiful. Like a like, little jewelry box yeah. or something? Yeah. And Wow. Uh-huh. Because and, back then there was no stigma. Like people thought the pills were the cure and, and not the problem. It, and yeah. the doctor prescribed it, no one questioned. Yeah, it was, Doctors you were good. Doctors or priests. Yeah, right. When I was growing up, if it was a doctor or a priest, it was word. That's right. You know, Boy, and were so we wrong. my, my, Ouch. my Nana, I remember one time I was a little girl, my yeah. Nana, I could tell when she, when she came, she was kind of high. She always parked a little bit on the curb, <laughs> half on the curb, half not. Yeah. And then she'd walk in and her lipstick would be askew or really? her eyebrow. Oh, wow. Like, and, you know, I would look at her face, you know, and I'm just like, um, and then I would say, Amazing. at the end, yeah. my, uh, my, my, my nana would say, I'm leaving. No one's paying attention to me. I'm like, what the frig am I? I'm lonely too. Nobody pays attention to me either. <laughs> like, even you're putting me down. <laughs> right? My mom didn't want to have anything to do with either one of us. Yeah. So then she goes, uh, uh, she goes, tell your mother I'm leaving because no one's paying attention to me. Right. All right. So I go, Mom. Nana's leaving. No one's paying attention to her. Yeah. She's like, all right, just walk her to the car. And I remember turning around and then going, I go, Mom, should Nana be driving? <laughs> and she's like, don't be fresh. <laughs> and I was dead serious. Don't be fresh. Like, I knew. Yeah, she was and trouble. And so I would, but in the 70s, when someone yeah. left your house high, your only uh, duty was to walk them to the car. Yeah. Walk them to the heavy machinery. Yeah. yeah. Make sure right. they didn't hit the fire hydrant at the end of your driveway, but everything else was it's free range. Like, but that's true. Yeah. I remember you walked people to the car yeah. that were high. 
Yeah. And it's like my mom, I remember hearing her on the phone, with her, what do you mean? She wrapped it around a tree. That's impossible. My seven-year-old walked her to the car. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like thinking, but all this time when I was a kid, I would always say, geez, that seems wrong. Right. And it was. It was. And and even even back then there was we didn't when we were kids, you didn't really have the drinking and driving thing. People just did it. It wasn't until people started realizing and some people cops are dying. Would drive you home. Yeah. So okay, so that's fascinating to me that you kind of logged that those traits about your grandmother in. Because I used to think to myself, Yeah. I wonder if she's just always at the pharmacy. Yeah. I wonder if she hangs out at the pharmacy. You know, and she always had a boyfriend, my nana. Yeah. Always had a boyfriend. I'm sure they were scared shitless of her. Yeah. But she was rough. She was rough. And when, we, when she was at she the house. She was not the pennies in a jar yeah. nana. No, she was She was like, come on, get over here. Like, kind of like the Carvel like ice cream uh, guy. We, you know, yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, um, my mom would say, go give nana a hug goodbye. And we would hug her like, and she goes, hug me like you mean it. And we go like this, mm. <laughs> crying. Look, we had to do the squeeze. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And then I was just thinking to myself, and then that character just came. And yeah. then, but I made her really, really nice. Now, did she, before we get into the character, when she was at the house, did she ever just kind of do non sequiturs? Like, who left that thing? Like, just kind of yell stuff out that didn't make sense or was she no, coherent? No, no, she was coherent. Okay. And she would laugh and then she would pee. And when she, whenever she laughed, she would, she would always say, oh, I'm, I, you know, I peed. That was before, yeah. you know, we had adult diapers. Oh, but so I she'd think pee it, herself. No, she would just like, you know, pee a little. Like a yeah. lot of women just pee a, few a little. few drops. <laughs> How many is a little for a woman? Because guys know. When we say we pee a little, we know. But when a, a lot woman, of women, if they laugh really hard, they might pee a little bit. Like a few drops or a little stream or like... I don't know, honey. I'm yeah. pretty good to go. Yeah. I don't mean to show off, but yeah. I can laugh and stay dry. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me showing off. I will be checking that chair when you're done, all right? <laughs> okay, so, so now you take all this kind of stuff you remember about her and bring it to SNL and... and were you nervous about pitching that because it was sort of so personal in a way? It came from a family member, or were you just like, "What no, a great source you know the great material!" Thing about I had. doing, yeah, about doing people that you kind of glean from. Uh, they never think it's them. Oh right! Did she ever see it? Was she alive no. to see it? But no. Okay. But um, I don't think so. Did your folks see it? Were they? Yeah, was anyone mad about it? Did they piece it together? Did they know it was her? I guess they will now. You never told them? I never said my Nana. I always said a family member. Right. That's okay. Look at, think of it this way. Don't think of it like it's a bad thing. Think of all the joy you brought to millions of people. problem. Brought to people, yeah. I will say, you know, in the past, I don't think I could do that. Today, because with all the problems with, you know, prescription drugs and yeah, yeah. Oxycontin and all, and all that yeah. stuff, I don't think that would fly. I don't know, or is it even more relevant today, you know? That's, uh, but I think that would be the problem. Would you it's filter yourself? Would you Would you filter yourself and go, ah, I better not do this, it's a little more prevalent, or would you just go, 
you know what? This is a problem in society. I'm going to shine a fucking light on it. No, nah, because I'm not shining a light. On, you know, I did get someone say to me, you know, prescription drugs, Sherry, you know, in a fan letter, uh, prescription drugs isn't funny, you know, being hooked. And I was just like, lighten up. Well, <laughs> but I, it's such a problem. Yeah. Today, I don't think it would fly. I don't know. See, I, that's what I feel about comedy. It's like, I don't want to run stuff through that filter. It's like, to me, it's like, if you're making a joke about a birthday cake. I got to tell you something. Yeah. When you know of people whose kids have died. Oh, you know, yeah. Because of, you know, like opioids and, and this and that. It's kind of like you, you become, I couldn't do it for them. Right. Like you're I sensitive to them. I'm sensitive to them. You know? Yeah, that's where I'm mixed because I'm I'm also like, uh, inadvertently, your job as comedians isn't to necessarily. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to put it in a box and analyze it. But shining a light on things that are hilarious and innocent, but also shining a light on things that are are troublesome and a problem in society. Like, I don't it, know. It's not my humor. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think I would shine a light on it because. It's a problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I did it because it came from something in the back of my mind. I just remember, you know, my Nana. And I used to think, this, I wonder if she hangs out at the drugstore at the pharmacy. And I wonder if, like, what how the guy reacts to her. Yeah. Because she's got to be there all the time, you know. But see, that's what I mean. To me, it's like that should be the beginning and the end of the conversation for what you did comedically. Yes, there's always going to be people that overdose. There's always going to be people that commit suicide. There's always going to be people that are racist, but da, da, on and on and on. But if we stop doing comedy about certain topics because we're sort of worried know, about that. If it that, comes from a, an yeah. innocent place, you know it. Yeah, like, right. There like, you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just feel it inside. That's right. Like, I'm thinking to myself, you know, when people drove drunk when, you know, uh, when we were kids. Yeah. You, you just didn't hear of people dying that much from a drunk driver. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's like a lot of things. Like when I we mean, were, I'm sure it happened. Yeah. But not the way it does. Yeah. Today, and I don't know why that is. Did it did it happen as much? We it just wasn't reported as much, or yeah, yeah it probably did, but it just wasn't. You know, I think we go through phases in society where, where we just go, oh, that's life. You know, that's that's the way it is. But then all of a sudden, someone shines a light on it, and then that's not the way it is anymore, and it becomes a thing. So I remember my mother saying, you know, I remember, like, putting the seatbelt on. She goes, keep that in the cushions where it belongs. It's not a toy, the seatbelt. Oh, wow. And I'm like, aren't we supposed to have them on? Yeah. Like, we never wore seatbelts as a kid. Yeah. But I was like, hmm, let me see what this feels like. She's like, put that in the cushions where it belongs. Oh, yeah. It's not a toy. And I'm wow. like, and that's one of those times, my, times I thought to myself, my, my mom was always getting in little mini accidents. Yeah. And all three of us, our glasses would go flying. And she would kind of like to, um, she would kind of pull over and get real nice and say, try not to make a big deal if we were possibly hurt. Yeah. And she was like, all right, the first one who finds their glasses you know, wins, and... She made mini accidents fun. <laughs> yeah, and my brother would be like, Mom, my head hurts. That's why the back of the, the seat's padded. Oh, Imagine if it wasn't padded. <laughs> Imagine. We're, all, we're all like, with our glasses, like, I, 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 I. 
you know. How about imagine if you learned to drive? How about that? <laughs> my mother, this was her. Dumb bitch. Wow. She never, ever said anything to a man. Really? All I remember. Why? I don't know, but my mother, don't think she liked. She was really hard on women. Wow. And she would, I always heard, dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. She was a rough one. That's where, she didn't fall too far from the nana tree. Is that right? Yeah, so. Uh, but she, was that tough on you? Like, even though you were her daughter, you were female, did she treat you different than the brothers? No. Okay, so she didn't, that didn't translate to you being a girl. No, okay, but good. I think she was just more of a, a guy's girl than a than a, right. a, a girl's girl. Did that make, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Did that make you anywhere in your head to go, look, I'm going to be more tomboyish? Do you think that influenced you? You were like, no. No, but I just remember, you know, she was really beautiful when I was a kid. Like, she was yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And, and she, I saw the male attention she would get. And... Uh, and I looked nothing like her. I looked like my dad. My dad's Italian. She's Irish. And she oh. was blonde, platinum blonde hair. Really like wow. porcelain skin. Wow. And uh, like had great bone structure. And I had like a little mini mustache. And and I was, she was like, like Super Mario. She looks at me and she goes, you better develop a sense of humor. <laughs> oh, wow. So she did come at you. <laughs> what did you say back? It was like in a kidding way, you Shut know. Up, but, bitch. <laughs> but dumb bitch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny growing up with like uh, really good-looking parents. Yeah. Was your dad a stud too? Really handsome. <sighs> but the mustache looked better on him. Did he have a mustache? Mm-hmm. <sighs> he had like a you know like what you have. Yeah. Well, peach fuzz. Um, My dad was really handsome. Was he? Like I have? Like what? (laughs) This thing. Oh, wait. Sometimes he had a beard. Sometimes. Oh, he did? Yeah. What'd your dad do? He uh, was in music publishing. Um, Oh, wow. He moved to Nashville. Oh. Uh, And um, he got into music publishing while he was in California. He managed a guy that... He was a kid on the streets of Philadelphia, and he was homeless and playing guitar, and he was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. My father was like, and he took him in. Uh-oh. And, uh, and kind of like, so long as it fed him, cleaned him up, and, and my dad lived on like a farm with a bunch of people. And Let me guess. It turned out to be Jimi Hendrix. I know. Who was it? Was it someone who His became- name was Rich his did, name was Rich Fagan. And, um, did he become famous? I don't know mm, that name. He became a very uh, successful songwriter. Thanks to your dad. Wow. They had three number one hits in, in Nashville. Damn. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, and it was funny because he was doing that, and then I moved to L.A. to get in the music business, and I worked for Alma Irving, um, Rondor Music Publishing Company, yeah. A&M Records, uh, Herb Alpert and Jerry Moss's publishing company, which okay. was the Almo. And um, uh, and so I was in, working in publishing, and he was, but 
you know, because I always wanted to be a singer, but I didn't have a good enough voice, so Aww. I got in the music business. You have that kind of rasp, like like Rod Stewart, like kind of that, you got a little bit of that raspy no, honey. singing voice. No. Yeah. We can't even wish it to be true. No. 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 It's a heartache. That's Bonnie Tyler. A, right? You, don't you have a little bit of that going? When I have a cold maybe. Oh, um, Jesus. So yeah. I got in, so I got in the business and and it was so cool because my dad was, you know, doing well and then um, working at A and M Records. Yeah. And then I met this woman in when I was working in publishing and she goes, "Oh, you're so funny, you know," because everybody was said, "Oh, you should do stand up," but I could never imagine doing stand up. Yeah. And then she goes, "You should do the Groundlings," and I go, "What's the Groundlings?" Yeah. She said, "It's an improv troupe." I go, "What's improv?" You had no idea. So I went in the phone book, right? Just went in. Uh-huh. And then I just walked in and I saw Phil Hartman's picture, Paul Rubin's picture. Oh, yeah, Pee-wee. Lorraine Newman. And and I was like, what is this? What is this? And then I saw a show and I was like, wow. This exists? Wow. This is like wild? Saturday Night Live, but in a theater. Like, wow. And I started taking classes and... Amazing. It was like an awakening. I, it was an awakening. Yeah. Awakening. I couldn't get there soon enough and I left late. You know, it was kind of like um the the clouds parted. But and going going back to what I said earlier about kind of your explosiveness, when you turn that comedy switch on, like it just pops. Did did that happen when you walked out on that stage? Was it just like kind of like and everyone kind of went, Who's that girl? Because obviously you did well, you got to Saturday Night Live, was there a was there a really kind of visceral reaction when you went out there? I think I did well. Yeah, you know, like you know, but that's when you're finding yourself as well. Yeah, you know, you're finding your voice and and you're learning. But did you, if you like the way you're sitting here now, Sherry, quiet? But when you went out on that stage, did you go? It's time to turn the switch, and you kind of became that. Kind of, here I we go. So. Yeah. You know, I had a manager that said to me, and I'll tell you who afterwards. He said, and he used to go to SNL because he managed a couple of stand-ups. Yeah. And he rem- and he managed me a couple of years ago, whatever, for a little t- bit of time. And he's like, I remember. He goes, first of all, you were the only person that was nice to me. And I was like, wow. Because it was a rough place, especially yeah. when you're, when the show's actually happening, yeah, everybody's in their own world. Competitive? No, they're in their own world. Everybody's okay. got a job to do. Yeah, at you the know? Groundlings? No, uh, I'm sorry, at SNL. At SNL, sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah, I've heard it's a, competi- a t- well, tough place. No, yeah. but it is, but when it's show night, everybody's got a job to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, the you know, managers are representation. They're kind of walking around. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. But everybody's doing something. So I don't think anybody meant to not be yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. nice and everything. But he goes, you were always very nice to me. And I was like, oh, good. And then he goes, and and he said, um, you always look like a fragile bird yeah. backstage. And he goes, but then when that red light went on, wow. he said, um, you were no longer a fragile bird. And I, and I said, that's interesting. What was interesting to me is, that I came off like a fragile bird off stage. Yeah. You know, of course, I wanted to say, like, what do you mean? Yeah. How fragile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was I? 
But I think what it was is I was scared. Yeah. And that fear just like that fear. It's like fuel injection. It's it's, it's like, like in Mad yeah. Max when he pulled the uh the nitrous and his car was going as fast as he could. He pulled that little red switch and went and it hit another level. You are such yeah. a boy. Yeah. I love the yeah. analogy. Yeah, it's just like Mad, Mad Max. Max and, yeah. and I, 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 <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, thanks. Um, one of the most explosive characters you did too, and this is the last one I want to talk about, is the cheerleader. Because that, that, I used to watch you do that with Will, and it was so funny. But I thought, God, the energy you're putting out, the physicality. Did that? Did yeah, it kill you to do that it, one? When we wrote it together, I don't think we realized how hard this was <sighs> yeah, going to be. I could tell. Week, to week to do. Yeah. I mean, here we are. Okay, what's going to be the sport or the? Yeah. You know that we're going to where we're not wanted. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, and then you have to write, cheers. Yeah. According to the chess game or, you know, uh, badminton, whatever. And then you got to do the choreography to the cheers. I know. It was insane. And then, at the end, and then, then you know, write the host in, give them a really good yeah. part. And then, uh, and then freaking dance at the end and then yeah. choreograph that. And it was just really like it, Will and I wrote it. And then when it got... It got um, popular. It, it, it got picked up, like, to bring it back again. Oh, yeah, a lot. Uh, then we brought in um, Paul Appel, and it was just the three of us doing that. And it was a lot of work. It was grueling, work. yeah. Um, did you ever regret it? You are just like, oh, God, why did we write this? It's no, too much. No, because you know what? I, I didn't have a whole lot in the show. Like, uh, uh, you can write two sketches, and I would write my two things and you know i mostly just got in whatever i wrote you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. in other words i didn't get cast much really that's interesting because well that this says a lot about your dynamic and and your energy and your personality because when i look back on that era of snl in my mind you were like a dominant presence which says a lot now that you're telling me you weren't physically there as much as others you're one of the standout people that I always remembered from that era. And so I think that says a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's a rough gig. You know, it's like it's you're auditioning gig. every week. Yeah, that's to what get I mean. A, competitive. On a show that you, you're already on. You're already yeah. on. Words from a wooden shoe with Sherry O'Terry. What we do, Sherry, is we have a wooden shoe, get rid of the palms, and inside there's a word, a random word. You reach in. And see if it brings up a story or a memory from your life that you can share with the gang at the Harland Highway. Well, there's only two in here. Is there? <laughs> okay. Let's see what we got. What do you got? Words from a wooden shoe with Sherry O'Terry. And if it's you better answer good or I'm going to do another cheer. Beasting. Oh, beasting. Okay. Beasting. Oh. Beasting. You ever get one? Uh, yeah. What happened? Got stung by a bee. Anything stick out? Anything traumatic? Anyone you Can know? I get another one? Sure. Wow. Oh, there is three. I'll go up into the toe. 
just nothing, just bee sting next. Beautiful eyes. Thank you. <laughs> wow, talk to me about your beautiful eyes. Got a story, a memory. Your time. Jeez, jeez, jeez. Take your time. <laughs> um, Beautiful eyes on I your got, face. Le- okay. I got uh, LASIK surgery years and like. On almost, your beautiful eyes? Like, like almost 20 years ago. And my sister and I were like pretty much legally blind. Whoa. You know, it, it's like if you're at a six point something, that's I think legally blind. And yeah. so. We couldn't see anything. Whoa. And, you know, but we had contact lenses, so we were fine. And I remember when the LASIK started coming out, and when I got it done, it was like, I just couldn't believe that you could get fixed. I mean, our eyes were so bad that you could see. It was like Wizard of Oz going from black and white to color. Like just being, and then, I remember just crying because Aww. I was like, wait a minute, so I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be able to see like this all the time. Wow. And then my sister got it. And we were just like, can you believe it in our lifetime? Yeah. That, you know, now, before they had to, um, they had to be use real precision. Yeah. Now, they have a laser that just follows. So, you know. Yeah, they just that, shoot the laser right in your eyes. That the, um, the matter that is... Uh, obstructing your your vision and i'm just blown away now because i'm getting older i wear one contact because i still have good reading eyes right me out of all my friends i'm like the only one that you know can read i do show that off i'm like here i'll read give me the menu wow give me the menu um but i'm having a hard time seeing far so i just wear one contact lens God damn, I'm interesting. Do you want me to write a cheer about it? No. God, no. Um, Fix your eyes, you demented freak. So we, no. (laughs) You know, I got, in closing, I got laser eye surgery too when I was younger, but it was expensive back then. It wasn't cheap, and we didn't have the money for it. So what my dad did is, do you remember the old Star Trek episode series, the first one with William Shatner? And they had the USS Enterprises, and when they... Engage, full-ton torpedo, and they'd shoot those red laser beams. Yes. So my dad made me wait till that scene came on in the movie, and then he grabbed me and pressed my face against the TV and got laser eye surgery for free. Do you, you poor thing, do you know, this is where the, now I see where the humor comes from. Do you know how they discovered the laser eye surgery, how that all came about? No. There was a man in the 1950s who uh, was in a car accident, and a shard of glass sliced his, his retina uh, yeah and once it healed he could see 2020 oh wow and researchers just started taking you know went off from that and yeah you know they saw that there was an obstruction and i don't know how but huh that's how they i love those weird accidents i know that's how vel do you know the story of velcro but some, some guy in Scotland was out walking his dog, and the dog got all the burrs, you know, the, the yeah. burrs on the thistles all over the dog's fur. So he started pulling them off, and he goes, why are these so clingy? And he put them under a microscope, and he looked under the microscope, and he saw on a burr, there's like two little hooks on the flower or whatever it is, and they were almost impossible to pull apart. And he created Velcro from examining a burr under a microscope. Wow. Wild? Yeah. 
I like finding out the origin of, you know, how... We like finding going. things out. Let's go and eat a speckled trout. Help from me, you. Jesus. Help me now. <laughs> End the show and do it now. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. Sherry, before we go, plug anything you want, your social media, any projects you have coming up. Let, no, let the folks hear it. I'm waiting it. for this freaking strike to be over. Yeah. Strike, yeah. Come on. Yeah. This is awful. Oh, yeah, you can't. we can't plug anything. Can you plug your social media even? I think you can. Well, go ahead. Follow me on the Tic Tac. <laughs> on, on TikTok, uh, you know, Instagram. It's funny because, you know, once you do it, now you, you're starting to see other people, and it's and I can see why, you know, people start to get hooked because I know now when I go to bed, uh-uh. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, you get do hooked. I don't watch TV anymore. I don't watch TV. I just, I just watch little stupid videos now it's not i don't think it's good i don't think it's good because then everything it's it's got to be quick got to be quick yeah it's you know? changing every it's changing the way we think it's changing the way we deliver entertainment it's changing the film industry the tv industry it's 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 interesting we're on the on the wave of a whole new era you i know? wonder what it's going to be like 20 years from now i don't know but we'll have you back and uh, Sherry, it was so good to have you here. You're the best. I think you you're the funniest you ever. Let's yeah. not fight. Yeah, okay, okay. Let's not fight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to fight. We're going to cheers our way out of here. And uh, that's it for today. Thank you he for was being here. before here. me. Huh? Oh, it was um, Gingivitis Willie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Say hi to Gene, whoever it is. Until next time, chicken chow mein, and uh, we'll see you on the Harland Highway next week. Thanks, Sherry. Pull over. Pull over your car. Okay. Okay.